The Real Fitness Podcast, episode 012. Yo, real talk. All we can do is our best. I thought to start out this episode today by saying thank you. Thank you to everyone who's really stood by me during this whole process of finding my voice in the podcast industry. Everyone who's been there cheering me on, telling me that, hey, what you're speaking about, the things that you record and publish week in, week out, goes a long way to help my life. Those of you who tell me how that you play my podcast in the car with your kids in the car and how that your child, your son or your daughter picked up something from what I shared. How that you could just feel my pulse and the stories keep you going. Those of you who tell me that my episodes never disappoint. Some of you might just be telling me that because, you know, you know me or maybe because you see me um, face to face or maybe because you're just kind but I dare to believe that many of you, matter of fact, all of you are actually so real in your response to me. I, I really want to believe that. I believe that you'd rather be quiet than tell me a lie like many people are quiet. <laughs> and um, even though I know that the real thing is that people do lie, but I don't think you guys are lying to me. And I just want to say thank you. And I'm saying thank you because your feedback, your responses, is what keeps me going. Real talk, guys. It's not every time that I feel like recording a podcast. It's not every time that I feel like saying something to you guys. It's not every time that I feel like I have something to say. There are many times I feel like, okay, this is what I'm going to record. And a week out, I'm ready. I've got my topic, I have my point, I know exactly what I want to say, but I am not sure about what I want to say. I don't have all the confidence, you know, I'm like, gosh, am I going to say it right? Do I enunciate my words as I should? What's my accent like? Oh my gosh, will people even hear me? What's my voice like? Do I even have a radio voice? Maybe I should just go try doing something else, you know. I think about all those things, trust me, down to this morning, I still think about them. Like sometimes I think, oh my God, am I not just a repetition of what's already out there? Am I not just, you know, researching and regurgitating and churning things that has already been said out of people? How authentic am I? I doubt myself a lot. But ever so often, just when I'm about to throw in the towel, someone just sends me a text, someone hollers me, and someone tells me, hey, look, bro, you've saved my life. Hey, you mean a lot to me. Hey, um, what you're doing is really inspiring me. Hey, tell me how you do what you do. And I'm like, who, me? I who doubt myself this much? Or maybe it's even just a comment, a feedback, maybe it's not a direct talk, maybe you don't even know me and you can't reach out to me and you leave a feedback, you know, right here on Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you just get to leave a review for me and I read it, it goes a long way and I just want to say thank you to you all and the reason I'm saying that is because 
Many times, we all just want to throw in the towel. As a fitness and lifestyle coach, I see this often. You know, a lot of people just come out and we have these goals. I'm recording this episode right now, Thursday morning, <laughs> May 2nd, 2019. And for those of you who do not know, I have a radio show right here in Philadelphia that I get a broadcast live every Tuesday. 88.1 FM Philadelphia and this past Tuesday two days ago happened to be the last day of the month of April and the way I opened up my radio show was by asking people hey this is the end of another month it's April before you know it we're gonna get to December and everyone's gonna be saying oh Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year again and you're gonna pull out your notepads and you'll start writing out some New Year resolutions again but for this year, how are you doing with your resolutions? How are you doing with your goals? That's the question I kept asking everyone on Philly on my radio station. And I feel like today on the podcast, I just want to ask you guys too, how are you doing with your goals? How are you doing with your resolutions? The things that you said to yourself, I want to do this year or today or this week or this month. How are you doing? How are you making out? I know that life could be so hard. I know the hustle is real. I know there are many times you want to throw in the towel. And I just shared my part of the story because you're not alone. Many of us always want to throw in the towel. Many of the successful videos you see or movies you see out there or songs that you see recorded that inspire you, many of them, the creators actually also wanted to throw in the towel. Many of them wouldn't have seen the light of day just because the people who created them doubted themselves. Many of the episodes that you all have said to me have blessed you, have changed your life, may never have seen the light of day because I doubted myself so much. I never really wanted to record them. I didn't have confidence recording and publishing them. Honestly, there is no Thursday that I publish an episode of this podcast that I am 100% confident publishing. Many times I'm like holding my hands and I'm just, you know, folding my legs and I'm like, gosh, what is going to happen? What are people going to say? How will people receive this? Is this going to make sense to anybody? But you know what? I'm just going to put it out there anyways. It's better done than perfect. So I just sack myself up and encourage myself and just push it out. And I say to myself, you know what? I'll be better next week. I know what I'm going to do better. I know how I'm going to record. I know where I'm going to record. I know what chair I'm going to sit in when I want to record. <laughs> you know, I begin to sack myself up that, you know, I'm just going to get better, but let this go out there. And sometimes I'm not even confident to market my own episodes or just push it out there or tell people to go listen because, you know, I'm kind of like not very confident about how people are going to receive it. But then someone tells me, hey, that changed my life. All I just do is my best. All I just do is try my best. And what I want to tell you today, if you're on the verge of giving up, if you're on the verge of just throwing the towel, if you're tired, fed up, and just like, what the heck is going on with life? I just don't want to move on. If you hate waking up in the morning, if you're feeling miserable, if you feel like all your goals, you just can't 
check one item off your to-do list or one item off your resolutions for this year. This is the fifth month of the year. The year is about to get over and you can't even do anything. You haven't improved yourself from January to today and you're just about to give up. Nothing is changing from the way you look to the way you feel to your bank accounts, to your productivity at work, nothing seems to be changing. Your life doesn't seem to be getting any better. And the needle doesn't seem to have moved in the right direction for you. You're a girl or you're a guy and you're single. No one is really saying hello to you. Or no one like what you really want is saying hello to you. And you're like, should I keep dreaming? Should I keep waiting? Should I just settle? I don't know what the challenge is for you, what's making you feel so miserable. But I woke up this morning and changed the entire topic I decided to talk about. This wasn't supposed to be my topic. I tried to record my episodes, I mean, before Thursday, sometimes on Wednesday, even though I like to record them a week in advance, but I haven't been able to get there. And sometimes I feel so miserable that, hey man, I'm not doing this the way I really want to. That gets me miserable too, you know. But I had a totally different topic to talk about today. Totally different. But I woke up this morning and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just go to the microphone and just drop some real talk. Unscripted. Just real talk. Because sometimes people just want you to be real. And people don't just want to listen to another sermon or someone who's going to come tell them how great they're doing. Sometimes these things help. And I have some other episodes where I'm a lot more calculated and structured. But today, yo, I just want to give you guys some real talk. It's not always as smooth and as easy as we all anticipate. Life doesn't always go the way that we expect it to. Our resolutions, we don't always check out all the boxes. And no matter what anyone tells you and gives you like 12 points or a couple number of points that you can check out for you to be able to check out all the boxes on your to-do list or on your life goals, it doesn't always work out that way. That it worked out for me doesn't mean it's going to work out for you the same way. Our lives are different. Our environments are different. Our makeups are different, you know. So we're just going to keep doing our best. I'm just going to keep doing my best, giving you the greatest talk that I can, bringing out the best stories that I can for you, trying to encourage you and inspire you the best way that I can, while also getting my own inspiration and encouragement from different people. I have my sources too. The fact that I'm talking to you or with you about whatever it is I'm trying to help you get to doesn't mean that I don't feel discouraged too. Many times I just want to throw in the towel myself. I have things and goals that I look at myself and like, hey, when am I going to hit these goals? There's so many things I've planned out for myself for this year. I probably have not even hit half of my goals. I'm on track though. But at times when I say to myself, can I really survive till the end of the year? Am I sure I'm really going to hit all of these goals? And for some of us, you know, we're already living the life that we really want to. And 
this talk is not for you right now because probably you just hit a jackpot or you just got a raise. It's okay, it's cool. Just listen or share this episode with a friend, a family, or someone who's feeling kind of blue. Because I tell you something I know in my heart. Somewhere on the face of the earth, there is someone who needs to listen to this right now. There is someone for whom I changed my episode title and my episode topic today who needs to listen to me right now. Who needs to just hear what I'm saying and know that they are not alone. And know that it's not the end of the world. And know that you could just pick yourself back up and do your best. You know, though nothing come easy. You gotta try real, real hard. I try hard. I know many of us feel the same way, like you've tried everything out there. You've done everything possible. You've probably done your very best and you still are. That's the reason why you're still here, still listening to me and you just don't know what to do. Hey guys, man, real talk. Sometimes things might not be changing the way you expect them to. Not because you're doing something wrong. It's not because you're dumb or haven't tried your best. Many times there is a combination of the right thing and the right time that is necessary for things to change or for the door to open. So maybe it's not a function of you not doing the right thing. Maybe it's just not the right time. Or maybe we just haven't done it enough. Or there could be lots of reasons why the change you're expecting hasn't come. But it's not always that you're doing the wrong thing. And I needed to say that because what happens is sometimes we all begin to look for what is new. I need someone to tell me something new, something different to try. And many times the solution to your heartaches and the things that are disturbing you and making you feel like, hey, you know, the world is about to end for me. Sometimes the solutions are things you already know. Sometimes they're basic stuff. Sometimes it's not always something new or novel or mind-blowing. It might just be basic. And you might have tried them before and they didn't work. It doesn't mean that you were dumb or still are dumb. No, it just might be that this time that I'm going to be the one telling you to do these things or try them, this just might be the time that it might work. Maybe the perception or the perspective from which you'll be doing them might be very different. And that just might make all the difference. But I don't want you to take the things I'm about to say right now to help you live a better life or help you get back on track. I don't want you to take them as too basic or as things that you've already tried. Open up your heart, open up your mind and just listen to me objectively. And you know what? Just try them. Just do them. I mean, what have you got to lose anyways? I'm the one who's got something to lose, if any at all, because you might try them and if it doesn't work, you might say to yourself, you know what? I'm never going to listen to that podcast anymore. So I have something to lose, but you, what have you got to lose? Just try them. And I'm believing that this is really going to make a difference for you in the short term and eventually in the long term, because my goal is to help you live your best life today tomorrow and always
So now I have all the blue talk out of the way. Let's get to some real meat. What is your best? What do I mean by just do your best? You know, that could be a very relative term because we all have different capacities and what's going to be best for me just might be someone else's good or someone else's attempt. So what do I really mean when I say just do your best? How can I break this down a little bit more? Or in general, what can I do right now to help me get back on track? Either towards my fitness goals or towards my resolutions that I made January 1st, 2019. Because I don't want to get to December 2019 and not be ready. Yo, 2020 is going to be a great year. It's going to be something else. Trust me. A lot of companies, a lot of businesses, a lot of individuals, people have been planning for 2020. Do you know since when people have had like Vision 2020? More than a decade ago. So 2020 is going to be one heck of a year. As a matter of fact, in all of the hundred years that makes up this century, and all of the thousand years that make up this millennium, there is never going to be anything like 2020. It's the only 2020 in the entire 1000 years that makes up this millennium. So it's going to be one heck of a year. And I don't want you to get there and begin to plan for 2020 in December 2019. So one of the ways that you're really going to be poised and ready to embrace this new year and new life, which seems to be very far away, or maybe it's just a new day. Maybe 2020 is still very far off, but just to help you get back on track, at least for the things that you set out to do for this year, or maybe for this week or this month, what do you need to do? Especially those of you that are feeling like you're off track and the world is about to close in on you. It's not. I'm going to share with you a few things that I think you can do. They might seem basic. They might seem repetitive, but really, like I said, I trust that these things are for you to try out today. <laughs> Thank you so much, Verbalace. That was Verbalace the beatbox. I felt like no one was going to introduce this first point better than Verbalace with that rendition of no, 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 no. For starters, many of us just have to learn to say no, a big no. And no, even though that word stands for negativity, there are times when no is a good word. As a matter of fact, many times, no just might not be a negative word. It actually could be good. And I'm calling this first point, the good no. Learn how to say no. And I know that this might come as a cliche because many self-help tutors out there and inspirational speakers, motivational speakers have talked a lot about how to say no, how to say no to people, how to say no to life generally. But I'm here to put my own spin on it and I'm calling it the good no. One of the reasons why you might be late on your goals and late on all the dreams and the things that you've scheduled for yourself might just be that you've overcrowded your life. You've probably overcommitted to so many things. And when you do overcommit, some things are just going to have to give. And many times, these goals, because they're futuristic, they tend to be pushed off the most. And we tend to attain to the things that are a lot more urgent even if they're not important, but just because they're pressing, 
There are things that have to do with the right now. We tend to attend to them right away. And there's always going to be urgent things coming our way, so long as we keep saying yes to them. And so long as we keep saying yes to them and we keep attending to them, the goals and the plans that we have, no matter how futuristic they seem, we're going to keep pushing them away. And sometimes the future is not that far off. Tomorrow really is a future, but we just think because their goals, they're futuristic, we're going to push them away. So learn to say no. I'm not asking you to be mean to your colleagues or mean to your family members or friends, but for every goal that you've created and set for yourself, you need to create space to help you achieve and hit the goal. If you don't have space, then your goals are not going to be met. Space, or rather, goals without space, is a recipe for disaster. So for every goal that you've created, the first thing or the next thing you really want to ask yourself is, do I have space to hit this goal? Do I have the capacity to hit this goal? And if I don't have the space, how would I create a space? What do I need to strike out? Or what do I need to say no to? What do I need to eliminate from my schedule or from my routine or from my patterns to help me create space for this goal? So check your goals and ask yourself sincerely, do I have the space for these goals? And how can I create the space for these goals? You're really going to have to say no to certain things. And sometimes it just might be, you know, um, things like the movies that you get to see often. If I spend what now? say 12 hours of my week seeing movies a lot of time okay i'm gonna reduce my movie time or my time for tv or it's gotta be something look for what you can eliminate from your daily schedule to create space for your goals and when you create the space do not think like you have enough time on your hands and begin to take on other requests learn to say no to other things that are coming your way so here are a few ways that you can say no to things, to people, to requests, to life as a whole, especially when they're coming to choke up or choke out your goals and your plans. You have to be able to wait these things off to protect the space that you've created or that you are creating for your goals and for your life as a whole. You have to be prepared to say no. Don't just think that you say no on a whim and just fake it without a concrete reason. Sometimes the person you're saying the no to might be a boss, a mentor, or someone that you really, really respect. It's not always a bomb that you're just saying no to. So you have to be prepared to say no. You have to have concrete reasons because they don't even know that you have plans and you have goals and you're trying to create space to help you hit the things that you've set out for yourself to do and to hit. They don't know that. They're coming to you genuinely. And these are people that you probably respect, value, and honor. But at this time, it just might not be comfortable or convenient for you, especially if you don't want to push out or push off the things that you've set for yourself to do. So be prepared to say no. Think it through. What's my reason? How am I going to craft my response to them? Don't just say no, but prepare it. Another thing you need to note is that when you say no, you're not rejecting the person. So it's not personal. 
it's just not comfortable or convenient at this time. So no many times has to do with the timing or with the nature of the task, has nothing to do with the person. Learn to separate your response from the person. So if I'm saying no to you, I could say no to your request, but still end the conversation and telling you how much I love you and how much you mean to me and how much of a friend you are to me. So what I just did there is say no to the particular task or ask without saying no to the person. There are two different things entirely. Another thing you might want to consider as you try to learn how to say no graciously and say the good no is to learn to give people alternatives. So someone asked me, say, hey, can you host my son's birthday party for me i might say oh man i'm sorry i can't do that because i'm booked on that day but you know what i think i know someone who can help you just give me a few minutes or a couple days and i'm gonna call up a couple friends of mine whom i know are great hosts and i'm gonna hook you up so what i'm doing is i'm telling you no but i'm giving you alternatives or i might not want to commit i might just say you know what i'm sorry i can't do it but how about you try XYZ, you know, try John, try Jane. You're also very good at it. I could give you the number and could call them up and I could send them a message to know to expect your call or your text. So that way, even though I can't do it, even though I'm saying a no, I'm giving an alternative. Another thing to note is that you can and should say no with gratitude. So something like, oh man, thank you so much for asking. I really appreciate the fact that you thought about me, but uh, I'm sorry, I can't do it right now. Trust me, if there's anything I really would, it's to do with this, but I can't right now. I'm sorry. And when you say no, even with gratitude, make sure that you have said no, that it's clear. Because sometimes people are vague and we really don't say no. So you kind of leave a cliffhanger there. You actually say the no and then you go like saying, um, you know what, let me think about it. Nah, that is not saying no. You actually left the window open. You know, you can still be vague and assertive and it would not be misconstrued as, oh, maybe or maybe not. So you can say, um, that's really not going to work for me right now, but maybe next time. So that's a little vague, but it's still a no. But whatever the case is, whatever method, however you say it, make sure that both parties, you and the person who's requesting or whatever it is, the situation is like, you all understand that it's a no from you. Another thing to note is try not to explain a lot when you're saying a no, because sometimes the explanations could get very tangled and messy. And you might actually be giving the person a way to give you an alternative to still come do whatever it is they're asking you to do. So keep your response or your reasons very, very short and simple, you know, and just keep it moving. And there's this one that I use a lot. You can make it someone else's decision, not like it's you. So I used to have a barber and every time I went to him, I'll tell him that, hey man, the last haircut you gave to me, my wife didn't like it. So today, can you just do it this way or do it that way? And one day he opened up to me and like, y'all keep lying on your wives. Y'all keep saying your wives didn't like it, your wives didn't like it, but you really didn't like it. And I just busted out laughing because many times without thinking, once the haircut doesn't look good, I go back to him and I put it on my wife. And like, hey, man, hey, my wife didn't like it. She didn't want it. She said he cut it too low. So could he just make it a little 
higher, leave more hair this time around. <laughs> so yeah, you can make it someone else's decision. Not like you're lying on the person, but you know, you don't want to make it like it's you saying no. So you could say something like, um, oh, I already promised, you know, Sister Anne, or I already promised Jane Doe that I was going to be at her event on the same day. Uh, I'm really sorry I won't be able to make it. Two more points on the good note. The last but not the least is you might want to look for an alternative word instead of no. So you might want to say something like, um, there's a lot on my plate right now, or... Um, I'm maxed out or um, I'm all spent or I'm all booked or something. You might want to look for an alternative word that you just want to use um, to replace the word no, because sometimes the word no might come out as abrasive or maybe misconstrued, you know, especially to the listener or if it's someone that you really respect and value. So you might want to look for an alternative word or what people call a safety word for you that you use instead of no, but still sends the message that you aren't able because you have, you know, space that you've created for the things that you really want to do. Yeah, keep that in mind. Look for an alternative word. And this last point, which is not the least, I really must say to you guys is, um, to a large extent, respond. Even if it's a no, I think you should just respond. Except, you know, maybe you're that kind of like celebrity and you have a whole lot of people coming at you with requests. You can't really respond to everybody. Yeah. So for some people that you want to say no to, you might just, you know, keep them quiet. Some people will tell you or recommend that, you know, you just say nothing. But for me personally, I feel like it's respectful to just respond. And, you know, even if it's a no, just say no. But I think it's more respectful to people to just respond rather than keeping them quiet when you want to say no. Um, just say no somehow, but learn how to say the no. And if they take it or they get mad at you, that's a totally different ballgame and that's on them. But I think it's more respectful to people to respond rather than just ignore them because you don't know how to say no to them. So recently I had this conversation with a friend of mine, Dr. Falak Kemi, and we were talking about relationships and how to say no in a relationship. And I asked her, because that whole conversation, I am looking for a nice time to get an episode edited and published. It's a very great topic. We talked for more than an hour and we talked on so many things, especially centered on relationships. And I asked her at a point during our conversation how she as an individual would like to be told no. How would you want someone to break up a relationship with you? How would you prefer it because many times it seems easier to give other people advices but when it comes to ours it's like the yardsticks are different now i wanted to listen to how she described the situation when she had to break up a relationship that she really was into now we had this recording at a mall so you might hear a couple of background music or background chatter but just don't let that distract you listen to our voices which i think is audible enough for you to be able to get what it is she's trying to say for someone to actually boldly tell you i want to be with you but as a result of this i don't think we're suitable it's the best gift they can give you so it depends on how you look at it so whatever method the person, the method of delivering the information to you. I don't think it matters. It's the intent. 
it's a gift to you. Fine, the delivery should be nice as much as possible, maybe friendly and loving. But trust me, you should respect that person for life because this person has just done the best thing for you. They didn't need to tell you. They could just pretend and say, okay, let's go for it. And then you get into it and it's miserable, which will make you miserable as well. So a no from any form of partnership is not always a bad thing. It's where it's coming from. It's a place of love and sincerity. What if I'm giving you something and I'm telling you what you don't agree with? So, But that's the thing. A no, it's not about you. You made the decision, but telling somebody about the no, it's not about you and it's about the person. So you need to find how they will understand and process it very well. No, because they might start saying, no, I can learn, no, I can change, or no, that was not, you didn't get it right, or no, I'm not like that. To, it's not my call to convince you why you're making the decision. I had a story of a guy who just, he was actually married, but I think the way he left his marriage was by telling his wife he was going to Walmart. And that was it. He went to Walmart and doesn't come, come back. back. So, when I heard it, it made me laugh. And we can take the whole story. Of course, we don't know all the sides to the story. But one of the things for me, I think is not everybody knows exactly how to deliver certain messages there's because no they formula. don't know how there's no there's it. no formula so i'm just asking that you what would you prefer how would you rather just like how okay, someone see, comes to the room and says it varies I've, I've, I've had people leave me in relationship and i've had to leave people so it's particular to who you're with i this is how i understand it whoever wants to break up with you or leave a relationship knows who you are at that time of your life how a 20 year old boy will break up with a girl it's different from how a 30 year old will break up because it's a it's a different stage of life so it's not it's not replicable so you need to i think that whoever is leaving needs to ask understand the intention what it is why are they doing why are they saying no now when you understand why you're saying no then you think of who this individual is. How do they handle certain things? What is the best way to communicate with them? Then you look for how. See, understanding is so important. Do you know that you can be saying no to someone and if they understand why you're saying no, they receive it. They are less distressed by it. So, big shout out, Dr. K. Thank you so much for your insights. That was Dr. Fulakemi Waleola. You can find her and follow her on Instagram at K-E-M-M-Y-W. That is K-E as an echo, M as a mic, M as a mic, Y-W. That is Kemi W. Thanks again, Dr. K. That's what we like to call her. <laughs> so one more thing I think we can all do to help us get back on track and help us probably you know, keep pursuing our goals, your fitness goals, your lifestyle goals, and your dreams is know how to get back in the zone. Know how to get in the zone. So here's what I mean. All these goals and dreams and resolutions that you have made for yourself, it's really going to help you if you have them written. Now, if you didn't write them before, just have them written out somewhere. And I know there's a whole lot of talk out there and books out there on the benefits of writing down your goals. For me, the reason I'm telling you to do this today is just that when you fall off track and you get back to reading them again, 
one of the things that it could do for you is to help you get back in the zone. You might say to yourself, oh, I really wanted to do this. Wow. Look at the things I said I was going to do. What's changed? Where is the guy or the lady who was writing this, you know, a few months ago, a few weeks ago, or a few years ago? Where's that guy? Oh my God. Now, your goals and your dreams may have progressed from what they were back then, even from what it was yesterday. It's okay. But seeing what you were, how focused you were, can help you get back in the zone. Another way for you to get back in the zone is social media. Now, I know that social media has a bad rap, but I'm not one of those who likes to talk down social media because I believe that it has its strengths. It's something that takes the form of how you use it. So if you use it wrongly, then it just might be immoral to you. But if you use it the right way, it just might be something that is a tool of benefit to you. So social media, who are you following? Whose posts come up on your feed every time as a result of your behavior towards their posts? Because that's some of the algorithms that most of the social media sites gets to use. They monitor your behavior towards certain posts and they keep bringing those posts to you all the time. So what floods your feed on your social media accounts? One of the things you want to do is try to consciously search and follow people who are doing what you're doing or who would always inspire you to do what it is you dream to do. For instance, there are people that I follow on social media and when I don't feel like working out, these are the posts that I pull up and I just check out their videos or check out their comments. Like I know that by the time I'm done with three posts, I'm headed straight to the gym because these guys would inspire me like crazy. So there are a few posts like that. I mean, Three that comes to my mind right away is um, at KingColor02. Y'all go check him out, KingColor02. <laughs> he always inspires me to get back to the gym. And um, my big bro, um, Last Said Best Set, Last Said Best Set on Instagram, at KingColor02 on Instagram, Last Said Best Set on Instagram, at Sean Stevenson on Instagram. Um, these guys inspire me a whole lot. At Fit Gallery. Fit Gallery, they do a lot of ladies' workouts and honestly, they do a lot of legs and glutes, butt workout. But there's some videos with ladies doing some crazy things that makes me say, wow, if she can do it, I'm headed to the gym to do this too. Um, who else inspires me as far as working out is concerned? Well, these four that I just gave you right on top of my head without even my phone, I know that when I go to them, they would be doing something or they would have something they've done or posted before that would inspire me to get back to the gym and get back to my goals. So on your social media feed, whatever your goal is, writing, music, dancing, you know, being better at work, financial management, look for people, search for people who do these things and talk a lot about these things and just follow them and interact with them. Now, there are times when you just don't want to do that. You want to get on social media just to relax. Fine. Then you can have all the other, you know, lousy feeds that you follow. <laughs> I beg your pardon, but I just had to say that, you know, some of all these lousy feeds that you get to follow. Cool. They just might make you laugh. You know, just follow them for those days. But when you need to get back in the zone, go look for the people 
those influencers and maybe no one might call them influencers but to you they influence you and inspire you go look for the posts look for what they're doing check out what they're doing and get yourself motivated another way to get back in the zone is music music does this a lot for me for instance before i start recording this episode i listen to at least six or between six to ten songs from nate that is nf so if you don't know that guy he's a rapper as a matter of fact i recently just encountered him and i love 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 his music his music is not going to be very inspirational to many people but it is to me and this morning to help me get in the zone i listened to like six to ten tracks of nf he was just spitting some bars and i was getting up on my feet getting hyped it really inspires me. Another guy that inspires me a lot is Lecrae. Another group that inspires me is Hillsong Worship. Um, they really help me get in the zone. I love elevation music. I love Kendrick Lamar. I like Beth Hart. I like Gary Clark Jr. I have a weird taste of music though. <laughs> so there's a few people there that I like, you know, that really gets inspired me. And once in a while, I come in contact with setting other kind of songs, setting genres, and they inspire me for different reasons and for different modes. These ones I mentioned help me generally. Sometimes when I'm in a library and I want to go study, they're different people and I have different playlists. And when I encounter the songs that I like, I create a playlist on my Apple Music, some of you use Spotify, wherever you listen to your music, even if it's on YouTube, you know, just create your playlist and label it, you know, inspiration or whatever it is, or gym flow. I have a playlist that I call Remind Me Who I Am. And whenever I feel like I'm drifting away, I'm falling apart, I just go to my Apple Music and that's what I click on. I have put songs in there that have a way of bringing me back to the basics just to remind me of whom I am and once I listen to those songs by the time I'm three tracks in I feel like myself again and I feel pumped another way that you can help yourself get back in the zone is through books what are the books that you read or that you listen to that really help you get inspired I have a few books like that like there's this now for this one I have to check my books because I want to get the titles right hold on a second people all right so there's this book i read a lot i think i've read this book about i'll say four times it's titled essentialism by greg mckeown great book and most of my books i get to listen to them well not most but a couple of them these days they are the things i'm listening to at the gym is not always music for me so that's a great book for me i like big magic by elizabeth gilbert that's another great book for me i love this book can't hurt me by david goggins now david goggins used to be an ex he's an ex-marine he used to be a marine and his book is so raw and he's talking about his experience as a marine how they do all their workouts the whole drills that they all get to go through like it inspires me so much, especially because I think I really wanted to be a Marine. <laughs> I really, really wanted to be in the military, but I couldn't, you know, but getting a book about the Marine and the experiences, man, it inspires me. He has a way of drawing me into their whole life. And I must warn you though, he is 
pretty vulgar. So you get a lot of F-bombs in a book. But, you know, that's the way to talk there. And it really, really, really inspires me. I love David Goggins. <laughs> Can't hurt me. <laughs> Another book I listen to these days that helps me, especially with what I do as far as podcasting and interviewing, is um, Talk To Me. Talk To Me by Dean Nelson. Great book. If you're a journalist and you like journalism or you like interviewing, you like podcasting, check out Talk To Me by Dean Nelson. Now, I know many of you have a lot of books out there that really inspire you, but these are the things I'm listening to right now that really get me going and get me into my flow and into my zone. And if you have any books or music that you really want me to check out because it's inspirational or it inspires you and you believe it can inspire me or someone else, leave me a comment. Mention the name, the author, the title of the song in the review that you get to leave me right here on Apple Music or wherever you're leaving your comments. It really goes a long way and you don't know who you're going to be helping, you know, by your suggestions. And also the artist and the author too. So let us know what it is that's helping you. I really, really, really am interested to know what it is that you're into right now that kind of helps you. So guys, I'm really sure that by the time you try out a couple of these things or even by just listening to me before you even try out any of the things I'm talking about, I hope that you're feeling yourself again. I hope that you're feeling like back in the zone or back in the game again. I hope that you're feeling like, okay, I believe there's hope because really there is hope. Really, the world is not closing in on you. What's the worst that could happen? And I don't mean to be insensitive or to be incognizant of whatever it is you're going through. No, I'm just saying that honestly, hope sometimes it's all you've got and it's all you need to help you get onto your next level or withstand the storm. Sometimes all you can do about setting storms are just to withstand them. You can't make the storms go away. You can't sail your boat out of the storms. You just have to survive them. You just have to withstand them. The storm will take its course. Let it just take its course. I can guarantee you of something. These two shall pass. Just say to yourself, no, 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 not today. I am not dying today. I am not dying in this. This storm is not going to take me. It's not going to take my joy. It's not going to take my pride. It's not going to take my life. It's taking a lot of things. It's withholding a lot of things from me. Fine. I'm not sailing the way I want to sail. Fine. But it's not going to stop my sail. And I'm going to weather it. After it's all said and done, the storm's going to pass and I'm going to be the one left here sailing. And I promise you guys, so long as you have that mindset, so long as you say to yourself, uh-uh, no, what's the worst that could happen? I will weather it, I'll keep doing the best I can do, and I know that someday change is going to come. So long as you say that to yourself and you keep going and you're able to keep yourself in the zone and you're able to do things that would help you not choke out your dreams and your plans that you have set for yourself, trust me, before you know it, the storm is gone. And we're sitting down, drinking and chatting about the storm and how it works for you because you're no longer in it. I promise you guys, there is hope. I believe that for myself. I believe that for you. And that is what I just wanted to talk to you about today. And I hope sincerely that this episode means something to you. I hope it ministers to you. I hope it makes you feel alive again. I hope it gives you energy because the words that I speak 
are not just letter. There's a spirit of the word that I'm speaking. I hope it gives you perspective. I hope it makes you feel alive again because that's my goal. And if it does in any way, shape or form, that's all I really want to happen to you. And I'm fulfilled. And I thank God for that. You just go and be you. And if you have a little bit of strength and you can, leave me a review. Just let me know how this meant to you. And if you still can and you're still feeling energetic, share this with somebody. Let somebody else know this really helps you and this might help them. And sharing it with somebody doesn't mean that you feel like their life is miserable or they are miserable. No, it's just like, hey man, this blessed me and it might bless you too, you know? And if it doesn't, cool, just pass it on. Just share this. It's going to mean a lot to me and to all of us and to everyone who inspires us for many more people to get blessed by what has blessed you because I'm blessing you with what has blessed me and what has helped me and what has changed me. I really thank you for your time today, guys. And I hope that you do me this little favor if this really means anything to you. And I hope it does. And even if it doesn't, send it to someone to whom it might mean something to. Thanks everyone for listening in and downloading today's episode of Real Fitness. I really appreciate your support and for you all riding with me all this while. You guys are the ones that keep me going. You're the lifers of my show. You're the lifers of this podcast. I really appreciate you. Do me a favor, leave me a comment, leave me a review, please, especially on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show a lot. You guys mean a lot. And without you, I don't think I'm going to be doing what I'm doing. I appreciate you. Thank you, guys. The theme music of the show was composed and arranged by Eddie Wiley Jr. And this episode was produced and edited by Yostroli, me. And I'd like to close out every episode with my mantra, which was gotten from the word real, which stands for rest, exercise, authentic food, and love. And the way I like to say it is this, rest your body, move your body, feed your body, and love somebody. I am your fitness and lifestyle coach, Henry again. Bye for now.